0: Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome to another edition of the Tough Skin Soft Heart Podcast. I am more than a host. I was going to say I'm your host, Shannon Cohen, but I feel like I'm your sister friend, I'm family. We gather in this space, not for this one-way impartation. We gather as a collective wisdom circle, as a space of community care, because we understand self-care alone doesn't cut it. 2020 has been the year that changed everything. Disruption showed up on our front door. It came into our homes. It ran roughshod over our systems, right? It just showed up in all the places we did not want it. And emotional upheaval has been part of that process of recovering. And so we gather around this virtual dining room table that has actually grown 12 countries large. So hey to our family around the globe, it's a reminder that we are deeply connected and that we rise together and that I am you and we are we, you are me. And so we need to intentionally protect and nurture and develop sacred spaces where we do not have to compartmentalize The ways that chaos has shown up, you know, I've been thinking about this. I was recently interviewed by a media outlet and they were asking me about the impact of the pandemic on specifically women and their career mobility. And I won't bore you all with all of the details because we talked about it from a very universal space, but also from a targeted space once you add on intersectional identities, but I basically said to them, you know, often as women, I talked about the motherhood recession, which is so much has been written about the ways in which women who work outside of their homes, well, y'all know now we're working all over the place, but the impact of always trying to maintain this perception of performance, that we've been so focused on how can I contain and compartmentalize chaos that we can't even talk about the impact to our psyches our souls our minds our emotions our sense of wellness we can't even talk about the impact to us because we're so caught up in trying to contain and to project this i'm fine persona in all the places that we occupy and so i think that's why more than ever i feel like this podcast is so important the people of the podcast are important because we need spaces where we can talk about the fact that we were not able to compartmentalize the chaos this week, right? That disruption is still evolving. And even when disruption is no longer named COVID, disruption will always be with us. And so we have to intentionally box out. You know, I was reminded of my seventh grade, (laughs) my seventh grade basketball career, and I had a coach who I think she really had goals of coaching for the WNBA, but she got this middle school group of girls that she decided that we were going to be her WNBA team that she never had. And so I remember how she would always talk to us about rebounding and you jump up in the air as high as you can. You grab that ball and you hug it with your whole body. And then you twist left and right to box out. The opposition. And I was meditating on that this week because I think that is how dogged we have to be about creating space. We have to take up space, y'all. You remember the episode on turkeys and squirrels, right? We have to take up space to protect our mental and our emotional health. And so that's what I see this podcast is. This is the sacred space that we have boxed out in the midst of the chaos. We have boxed it out in the midst of the to-dos and what I wish I had done. We are creating this space to nurture and to take care of our souls so that we can continue to show up in the spaces where we lead and we love and we serve in transformational ways. So with that in mind, family, I decided today that I would share a guided meditation that I did recently with you. Because I've heard members of the family say to me that, you know, Shan, sometimes after a full day, after so many things that's going on, when I do try to take that time to practice stillness, when I do try to embrace silence, I'm just staring around the room because I don't know how to invite myself into a space of silence. I don't know, once I do create the space, I boxed out. I created some space, but I don't know how to activate that time of silence. So I either fall asleep or I stare at the walls. And here's the truth. Sometimes staring at the wall is a good thing. Sometimes it's what you need to do. And that can be healing. But I wanted to share a guided meditation that could be helpful if this is something that you might need in order to jumpstart how you approach your quiet time. As always, you all know how we roll. With guided meditation, you have to try it on for size, just like you do clothing. So try this on, see if it fits, see what you like, take that. And what you don't like, discard that. But I hope that this will ignite a practice of taking that time to meditate and to more than meditate, really reflect, to ask yourself some healing questions, to invite yourself into deeper dialogue that allows you to emerge refreshed when you do get those times of quiet. So Sunday is usually my time for guided meditation time. And I try to do it before I go to bed. And so there is a point where my family knows I'm going to retreat into my bedroom, which is my sacred space. I kind of shut the door. I'm like, y'all give me this little 30 minutes of time. There's no television. I usually will use my diffuser. I'll put in either lavender, Sometimes I use vetiver, V-E-T-I-V-E-R, which is an essential oil. I'll put that with my distilled water into my diffuser so that I can create an atmosphere that evokes calm. I love tea. If you are connected to me on social media, which we should be as family, I will use my my overcomers mug (laughs) that I got from commodities out of Detroit. I'll have my tea, my quiet, my candle, my diffuser, my favorite pillows, my favorite lamp. I grab my favorite leather red journal. See, all my favorites. And I'll sit with a mix of markers and ink pens because I like to doodle. I'm a words girl. So I like to create this environment for me to reflect. And then I get in the bed with my favorite PJs on and I usually have two questions that I start to process. So this past Sunday, my first question to myself was, what are three blessings that I see all around me? And I started with that question because on Sunday, I was feeling the angst of Monday creeping into my Sunday. There were some things that I needed to make some decisions about in the business. And I was feeling so much uncertainty that I was letting that make me anxious. And I had to dial it all the way back to say, well, first, before we tackle the problems, let's honor and uplift the three blessings that you see all around you. And I made a list of just three. I was thankful for sanctuary, for having places of safety for my heart, my soul, my mind, and my spirit, for having safe people to talk to and bounce ideas off of, people that see me. I was thankful for conversations that inspired me that week. And I started to replay some of those conversations. And then I was thankful for having an it ain't over mentality. I realized that One of the things that I've learned is that we need emotional, emotional labor is real, but so is emotional stamina. And I found that I had an opportunity over the past week to walk alongside some friends who had gotten a serious diagnosis about their child and their child's health. And I was able to encourage them from our year of going through chemotherapy with our son. And I was like, y'all know me. I, it was Sunday too, I was preaching. <laughs> I was like encouraging them. I was just lifting their hearts up. I was sending over gifts to help with dinner. Like I was like, we're going to see this through. You are going to come out stronger than you went into this situation and just encouraging them. And I realized that it's been the tough stuff that I've gone through that has given me emotional stamina, that it ain't over mentality. And what I found is that by starting with the blessings, I started to see the struggles differently. So my first question to myself was, what are three blessings I see all around me? And I actually started looking around my bedroom, like what are the three blessings? Because the problems stare us in the face and they talk to us every day. That if we're not careful, we will overlook the blessings even in our circumstances. So that led me to my second question. I asked myself, what are the three struggles within me? So I started with the blessings around me, but I needed to talk about what was going on within me. I realized that as I started to write, and I only wrote three, that by starting with the blessings, somehow that had acted like emotional visine. It kind of got the red out. So I was able to distill down what's really bothering you. And I was able to write down those three things. And then release those things in my time of prayer and my time of journaling. So what I want to leave the family with is how might you invite yourself into a space of reflection and introspection this week? I think that the more that we can invite ourselves into a space of reflection and introspection, that that becomes a gateway to our recovery. And here's the truth. Sometimes y'all, I don't have the Sunday protected time. I know about myself that I am an oral processor. I'm a words girl. I process as I talk. So often I use the voice recorder function on my phone. And as I'm driving, which is often another time when I'll have a little bit of quiet time, I'll use that time to process. I've also sometimes had to go back to listen to Marco Polo messages that I've left with close friends or family, because sometimes as I'm talking to other people, the solution comes out in what I'm saying about my life and my situation. So I've been going back and listening to myself speak. My whole goal, my whole point is that as we get ready to go into this holiday season, how can you box out? How can you carve out a little bit more time to invest in your own recovery? To have talks with you about you. To see the blessings even as you navigate uncertainty. You might find a new level of joy as you take the time to journal. That's our time, y'all. I know, 15 minutes goes by so fast, but I know you got things to do, places to go, people to see. I was almost about to giggle when I said places to go, because I meant your living room. <laughs> right? We are still in this protected space of recovery. But here's the thing: I just want to encourage the family that you are stronger than you think, that you have social proof from this year that you have navigated uncertainty. You have navigated disruption and you are still standing. And as long as you're there is breath in your body, there is opportunity there is grace, there is forgiveness, there's a chance to start over, there's a chance to try again. You got this y'all, just take that time, take that extra time, wherever, however, even if it's in the bathroom when you're in the shower, you know the shower is another sacred space, right? Take that shower time and just that five minute shower and try some of these practices, even if you mentally just do that. What are the blessings I see all around me? And what are three of the struggles that I'm navigating within me? Who do I need to support me? And how do I invest in my own recovery? I'm thinking about you. Until next time.